You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 14 with Lorna Lewis. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Okay, success stalkers, let's get started. I'm your host, Iona Garrett, and this is another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, none other than Lorna L.A. Lewis. Lorna, are you ready to stalk some success today? Oh, I am so ready. Good, good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get to it. Well, native of Louisiana, Lorna L.A. Lewis is an author, an entrepreneur, and also a mother and a wife. Lorna was hit by the writing bug in the spring of 2009 while she was working on an independent educational project. She self-published her novel, Dirty Little Secrets, and her daily devotional, The Gift of an Abundant Life, within weeks of each other. Both books received raved reviews. In March 2012, she published her second novel, Dirty Little Secrets 2, Expect the Unexpected. She also has written a motivational book called Why Not Me and has just recently signed with Brown Girls Publishing. So, Lorna, I've given our listeners just a little overview. So take a minute and tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your success path. Sure. Okay, other than you name my books, other than being an author, I'm also an educator. I teach kindergarten. And I love teach I love teaching because of the creativity. And that's where the writing comes in. That I, I have to be creative. That's that's just who I am. So um I'm a mother, I'm a wife, um, I'm an entrepreneur as you said, and I just I I love life and I'm just enjoying everything that I'm that I'm going through. You know, there's some ups, there's some downs, but the ups are really, really good. Lately, the downs have been really, really down, but I, I've come to accept that that's just the journey of life. And, you know, I, I can't stop. I can't let it stop me from the path that I know God is, has for me. Yeah, I can certainly understand that. Though The journey, it's always going to be those rocky, those bumps in the road, you know, and sometimes we're up and we're down, but we just got to we keep going, you know, and, and that's definitely that's. That's definitely the life of an entrepreneur. <laughs> so I'm learning. <laughs> you know, it was well, easy. Being a teacher was easy. Compared oh, I, to I know, right? <laughs> well, because it's, it's like you're told what to do. They tell you what to do. So when exactly. you're an entrepreneur, you, you, you're basically it. You're it. You have That's to be it. your own boss. You're the captain of the ship. So right. if, if the ship is going down, you're going down with the ship. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Well, Lorna, we're going to dive way deep into your journey in just a few minutes. But before we do, we always like to start Success Stalkers Radio off 
with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. My success quote is, and when I heard it, it really did change my view and my perception on where I was going. And it's that success is a journey and not a destination. And it changed me because I was so focused on the books and so focused on the sale that I forgot to enjoy the process. So once I really, once I, you know, I, I heard that quote and I took it in and I, I had to stop. I really did. I stopped and I was like, okay, everything from this point on, I'm going to enjoy. I'm not going to be so focused on a sale. I'm going to be really focusing on the, the process of meeting people and, you know, preparing the excitement of preparing for it and talking to different people. I'm going to really inhale all of it and enjoy it. It's a it's a journey and it's meant to be enjoyed. It's not, you know, because and even with my kids, you know, I was so I kind of left them out some because I was so focused on getting that, like, I have to sell these books. I have to, you know, I, it has to be good. So now I'm bringing them into the process. You know, they help me with um, signs and commercials that we do on YouTube. And it's just fun. It's fun. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're so, so that's right my, on. That's my quote. <laughs> Well, Lorna, here at Success Stalkers Radio, we are all about the story, the journey. And that's what we want to hear about today, about your story, your journey. And I know that you have had quite an amazing journey up until this point. You know, and, and but what we want to focus on right now, first and foremost, is say a failure. You know, let's focus on that because, you know, we all have those as entrepreneurs. We know that there are going to be some failures. And so yeah. take us take us to a place in time where you fell flat on your face. And and I want you to take us there with you so we can feel like we're right there alongside <laughs> of you. And then and then I want you to share with us some lessons that you learned from it. And, you know, I, I thought about that question, and I don't want to say I have not had any failures, but I've had rejections. Okay. And, you know, being an author, it's, and you know, because I say I write the books and I do the manuscript and it's up to other people to either accept it or not. So, you know, when you start when you first start writing, you your goal is to go to a major publishing company. I, unless you're just an author who just like control of your own product, which I I'm not <laughs> because mm-hmm. I like like I said at first, I'm creative. I don't the business side I'm I'm still working on. So the rejections, though, was the hardest because I felt like I wrote this book and everyone else who read it loved this book. So what do you mean it's not right for your publishing house? Why is it not right for your publishing house? You are supposed to love this, too. So it's learning to accept rejection and understand, like I have a new motto now, that rejection is actually God's protection. Is God's way of closing the door and saying, nope, that's not the one, you know, and it doesn't always have to be about you. It could be about the other person. They weren't a right fit for you. They're telling me my book isn't right for them, but actually they may just not be right for my book. So it's just learning to turn those things around and use them to build yourself up. Because sometimes you have to kind of talk, you know, motivate yourself and talk yourself through no matter how bad it looks at the time and understanding that. 
even if it is a failure, you know, because in different, it could be a failure in different aspects of a company, uh, depending on what you're trying to go out and achieve. But you have to learn to um, look at it a different way. Find a, a positive in it if you can. And I've, uh, that's my thing. I always try to find the positive somewhere. Even if no one else sees it, I'm going to try to see it for me. That's, that's so great. that's that's that's, that's um re- learning to accept rejection is one and I had I could have had a failure recently because like you said I did sign with Brown Girls Publishing and I've always heard to be prepared be prepared is because something you don't always have the opportunity to get prepared when an opportunity presents itself to you and recently I was asked for my media kit. And I didn't have a media kit. Now, I know what a media kit is. Right. I read all about a media kit. I know exactly what I need to do to, have to get a media kit. But I just did not take the time to do it. And then, it, you know, then they needed it. And I'm stuck. But I was able to get someone to help me with it, you know, and put, a, put one together nicely. But you don't always have that chance. So it's better to be prepared before the opportunity presents itself and trying to rush and get prepared once it's there. You are so right on, my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly with that. Yes, indeed. So, so Lorna, let's go forward. And as we transition to the other end of the spectrum, which is the aha moment, you know, the light bulb (laughs) moment. (laughs) So because, you know, like you've had lessons, you've learned from those failures or, you know, from those experiences, you know, I know you've had some amazing ideas that have helped you to become successful. So just tell us one, Lorna. And remember, this is a story. We want the story. We want to feel like we're right there with you when you had that <laughs> aha moment. So take us down to the ground level, girl. Let us know. Oh, my aha moment. I was on the phone with a life coach. She was on a free coaching session. Okay. And we were talking and... She was asking me, you know, she was asking me about the, my books and my product. And she, we started talking about my brand. I had no idea what my brand it was. It was like, um, she was like, so, so tell, what's your brand? I don't know what my brand is. And she broke it down to me and she said, well, see, that's the thing. You have to have a brand. She said, you are really focusing on selling books. You need to be focusing on selling you. You are your brand. So that was my aha moment. That really was because it was like, I am. I am. I mean, down to, we even talked about clothes. She was like, "Um, what do you like to wear when you go to book signings? Everyone else has been telling me I need to wear, you know, you need to dress up. You need to look like this. And I was telling, sharing that with her, and she said, why? Because everyone else told you to? And my (laughs) thing was, yes. And she was like, but is that you? Are you comfortable in that? And I wasn't. And she said, okay, well, your brand is you. From the clothes that you wear to the color that you wear to, you know, how you speak, where you speak, that is your brand. When people see you, they need to see your brand. And that that shows through with your books. And so that that was really an aha moment for me. It was like I really started thinking about myself versus the books. 
I started thinking about, because people buy, even if they're not interested in what you're selling, if they're interested in you, they some people buy just because they like you, not necessarily because they like you. <laughs> right. So when she said that, it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. She's right on. I agree with that 100%. You are the brand. You are it the product. It started making sense. I'm learning so much. And that's what's so amazing. The people that, because, it, you know, in the beginning, you you start off and you think you know what you're, you're getting yourself into. But it's not until, it's so amazing how once you start, how things start coming together and the people that you meet and the things that you learn, even the, even if you're not seeking it. It just comes to you because you started, and that's the that's what that's what's so amazing for me. That's because it's about the journey. We learn so yes. much more on the journey. We focus so many times on the end, you know, getting to the end of the journey, but yes. we forget, like you said in the beginning, to enjoy, embrace the process right. along the journey because the per the person that you're going to become is what's more important, exactly. you know, along that journey. And, you know, that if more people would embrace that, they will understand that their life will be so much better, especially in business or in entrepreneurship. Oh, you know, yeah. it, it's it's tough. It's tough. I don't make that to say, you know, to say that it's easy, but it just will help them to understand the process. Definitely. And you'll just have a, a, a lot more success definitely. and a lot more quicker, actually. Right. Yeah. Right. So I definitely agree with that. So, Lorna, let's shift the focus for a minute because I want to shine a spotlight on you, okay, for just a second. Okay. What would you say is your proudest moment, your proudest entrepreneurial moment? Oh, my. (laughs) My (laughs) proudest moment so far. I have always loved Victoria Christopher Murray's books. I've always loved Rashonda Tate Billingsley's books. Had you told me that I would be working with them, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> like, what am I? <laughs> My, I, was, I was sitting in a faculty meeting, and I got an inbox, and it was from Victoria. And she said, aren't you writing another book? And I, I responded, yes. And she, she said, um... Or do you plan to self-publish? There's a reason why I'm asking. So I, I said, yeah, I said I, I plan. I said I still plan to self-publish, but I'm not close to looking for a publishing company because I'm still sending out letters to try and get with the publishing company. And so she didn't say anything else after that. So the next day, <laughs> it was still on my mind. Like, okay, Victoria Christopher Murray is inviting me about my book that I have not even written yet, and that's it. Oh, no, uh-uh. So I, I inboxed her. <laughs> I said, you know you cannot ask me those questions and not tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. So she said, um, like, it. I could just read her expression through the text, and she was like, ah, I know. Okay, you have to promise not to say anything. <laughs> So I said, I promise I won't say anything. And she said, um, Rashonda and I are thinking about doing our own imprint. And I was asking because I wanted to see if you were interested in being one of our featured writers. 
Oh my! I could have dropped. Wow. Now at this time, the first test came through the the day before while I was in a faculty meeting. At this time, it was the next day. I was at lunch with my students. I could have dropped that phone and ran out the building. Because I was having a moment like, "Are you kidding?" And then I said, "You have the nerve to ask me." <laughs> Am I interested? What? All you have to say is we saw the imprint. You're one of our feature writers. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's, that is so awesome. That, so that awesome, did it Lauren. for me. And I, like I said, no one would have been able to tell me that was, that was going to happen because I started off reading these ladies. They were one of my first, like I started when I really got into reading adult novels, when I switched over from Judy Bloom to adult novels, I started with them. So that it's just it's funny how everything is coming full circle. That is just phenomenal. It just goes to show you that when you keep when you keep pushing forward on your journey, you know, what need the people that need to be put in front of your path will be there. Right. You just have to keep going. And you we can't figure it out in the beginning. So and that's the problem. Most times, you know, people get stuck right. when they want to, you know, step out on their goals and their dreams, but they get stuck thinking that they have to have everything in place. In the beginning, because I was that way. I, I wouldn't move. I mean, I'm telling you, girl, I wouldn't move. I'm like, no, I don't have that in place. That's not in place. You know, I still don't have a lot of things in place, even for for this radio right. show just yet. But we are moving forward. Yes, that's what you have I said, to do. you know what? It's going to come. Right. What will be, will be. We're going to move forward. And, and my team, they know, you know, my heart is just, it's in the right, right. place. You know, I'm like, you know, I don't have all the answers. But we're moving forward. Okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> I heard someone say. We'll figure it out. I heard someone say um, in a speech. He said, "Everything that is happening to you is preparing you for what you ask for." And what is so amazing to me about that statement? That statement stuck with me because just seeing how everything is falling into place is so. Um, I mean, even my low points, because honestly, you know, the lowest of the low point was a couple of years ago when my daughter passed. And once that my daughter passing, and I'm not saying that, you know, that this is why all of this is happening, but it all happened due to this. So I still, you know, I know like after she passed, I said, there's a purpose to the pain. There's a purpose in the pain. I don't know what the purpose is, but I know there's a purpose. And once she passed is when I, Rashonda told me that she was doing a motherhood diaries book and she wanted to know if I wanted to do the entry in the book, um, diary of a grieving mother. She said, I know it's still soon. Cause it was like a, maybe a, a couple, maybe two to three weeks after she passed when Rashonda emailed me, she said, I know it's still soon. So if you're not ready, I understand. But, I was, you know, she said, I just felt like it could help someone. That's all she had to tell me. It could help someone because, you know, my thing is, this not going to be in vain. If somebody can be helped from my story, then I'm going to share it. And that's you know? what about. So I did, um, exactly. I did the um, Diary of a Grieving Mother, and that is what called Victoria's attention because I'd already sent my manuscript to Victoria to just read, and she never read it. So after she read my entry in Diary of a Grieving Mother, she said, okay, now I have to read Dirty Little Secrets. Well, now I'm nervous <laughs> because 
sky, we have a grieving mother who was written with a lot of emotions. Right. <laughs> so don't expect none of the secrets to be the same. <laughs> so she read the secrets and she, she inboxed me again. She's like, I'm so mad at you. You should have forced me to read this book a long time wow. ago. Wow. And I'm thinking, well, I tried to ask you to read it, but you didn't read it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But her reading Diary of a Grieving Mother and then reading Dirty Little Secrets is what at what prompted her to ask me to come in with them to be one of the um, featured writers with Brown Girls Publishing. Wow. So it's just amazing how God will use something mm-hmm. to, you know, to put you in different places and to bring different people into your to make you feel aware of who you are and of your story. And, you know, they're helping me because I know that this is just, I know that these are stepping stones because I see something much, much greater in, you know, in store in the future. And I always tell people I love teaching, but I also know that East Baton Rouge Fair School System isn't going to get me where I see foresee myself going. Right, right. You know, the paycheck that I get from them is not going to buy that house that I see mm-hmm. in my head. Oh, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. That's just a remarkable story. Oh. I, I really felt like I was right there with you, you know, when you were sharing that. And, you know, it's it's you know it's about that whole thing called beauty for ashes. You know, God will give you, you know, beauty for your ashes. And just listening to that yeah. story, it just makes me think about that. You know, how every all the pain in our life, the, the bad things in our life, can always be turned around when we we change our perspective and when we open our hearts and our minds to receive exactly. something better. And so that's just a powerful, exactly. powerful story. And I know that our listeners are, you know, are going to be just blown away, you know, by the time this airs and, and they get a chance to hear what the things you're saying. Because somebody out there is going through the same thing. You know, there's always somebody. Oh, there's always somebody, you know, dealing with that. Definitely. Yeah. So Definitely. now, and, and leading to that, it kind of you kind of touched on a lot of things in my next question because you know we both understand now, you know what it what it means to be an entrepreneur. You know you're on a roller coaster mm-hmm. of emotions. You know it's right. One day you're up, the next day you're down. The next <laughs> the next week you could be all the way up, and then two days later you're just like wanting to go outside and just slit your wrist. You know, and it's just exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, it it can just be really frustrating. And so what I want to ask you is, tell us, tell our listeners, how do you keep your focus? How do you keep that end result in mind, keep your goals in mind to keep going when those days happen? I have two vision boards in my house. Mm -hmm. I have one in my um, work area, and I have one where I do laundry, the places I spend the most time. Good. So I like that. I keep that in my. I keep, I have to see that. I have to see it because what's on my vision board is too great to give up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like you said. I wrote the book. Why not me? And I have to keep telling myself that. Mm-hmm. Why not me? Why can't I do that? Right. Why? Okay, this may have happened, but other people have overcome this. Oh, you know, they've overcome. Why can't I? Right. So I have to keep. I have to keep the pictures, and I have to keep those the, that tape recorder playing in my head. You can do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, this may have happened, but you can do it. If those God affirmations. Vision, those affirmations you have. Yes. That. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's so important. Definitely. Every day, you know, I do affirmations every morning. Because your your voice is the loudest voice in your own head. Yes. You know, you'll listen, oh, definitely. You'll listen to yourself. If you, if you tell yourself something over and over and over again, you're going to believe it. 
you are going to believe right. whether it's good or bad. So, right. and, and I used to tell myself bad stuff all the time, you know, and we, we beat ourselves up, you know, when things don't go right. And every time you beat yourself up, you're setting yourself back. You know, you take, yes. you're basically taking steps backwards when you do that. Definitely. So, you know, I, I, I encourage people talk positive to yourself, even when you don't feel like it, because eventually, oh, yeah. eventually your words are going to change the way you feel. Yes. So you know what I like to do whenever I'm in those, you know, because I am, like I said, it's only been two years, so it's still a process, a grieving process. So whenever I feel myself going to that place, and sometimes, you know, you just have to go. Sometimes you just have to cry. You just have to get it out. Of I, course. Call, oh, I sure. call it a cleansing process. So I go through my cleansing process, but I can't stay there. So I go and I find something on YouTube, some, something funny, just something to make you laugh because laughter is such a powerful it's feeling. It's medicine. It's medicine. Oh, it feels. And see, that's how I, I said God must have known that the walk was going to be kind of rough because let me tell you, my husband keeps me in stitches. He comes up with the craziest things. It's like, are you serious? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's just what you need. It's just what you yes. need. That's, yes. And that's healing. That's healing medicine. Laughter is good. If, is. I laugh at myself. I laugh at myself all the time. Now, I used to didn't do that, but I do now. It's right. like I used to get so frustrated. I would beat up myself when things didn't go right, if I did something what I thought was stupid or silly. Now, I just laugh right. at myself and I'm like, you know what? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'll just laugh and keep going. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. You can't change it. So what's the point? You know, like, okay, I'll do it better next time. Right. So success talkers, the key is lighten up. Just lighten up. Just let go. Just laugh yes. it off and keep going. Just keep going. That's it. Life is too short for misery. I don't have, I mean, I know I've been through a lot, but I still don't have time for misery. I don't. I cannot. When I look back over my life, I don't want to see more upset, sad days than I see happy days and joyful days. I, I just, I don't want to live that type of life. I don't, I'm not made for that type of life. You're in control. We are all in control of that, and you have the power to change that. And this is, this is great. You're dropping some great stuff on our listeners today, and, and you're definitely inspiring me. But we're going to move a little oh. further. We're going to move a little mm-hmm. further because I, I know that you are a success stalker. I hear it in your voice. I'm just listening to your story. I, I just know that you are, but I know you always have some some projects brewing up because that's just what we do as entrepreneurs. We always got something going. So, what oh, new yeah. projects are you working on that you're really excited about in your business or your career right now? Ooh, well, I just finished the book that I submitted with Brown Girls Publishing. It's called Crying on the Inside. So that one is being edited, and it's about two sisters. One sister chose, you know, I'm from Louisiana, from a little town called Barnado. <laughs> I know where that so, is. Yes. So, I look, every time I have a chance, I'm going to put Barnado in a book because Barnado is going to be known all over the world before we know. <laughs> so, well, both sisters are from Barnado. From One sister chose to stay because their mom was sick. The other sister moved to New York because she never felt that she fit in with this family. This family was too country for her. And the mom, was sick. she's sick, but she's mentally sick. She was abusive. Abusive. She'd been through a lot. So these sisters have a lot of emotions going on, negative emotions going on on the inside of them. 
So although on the outside you see them living this life and they seem like they're doing good and they're happy and they're going on about their day, on the inside they are just torn up. So it's dealing with them trying to heal themselves from the inside out. Love it. Love so it. that's crying on the inside. And so what does that do? When is that going to be ready? This one, it should be ready by the fall. Oh, I'm looking good. at mid, um, either late summer or early fall. Well, you got to keep us updated on that. Oh, I certainly will. Good, good. The well, one not... that I'm working, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, so that one is off being edited. And I, see, I can't stop. So once I finish one, I'm immediately starting another one. That's awesome. So I'm halfway, awesome. I'm halfway finished with a, I don't, you know what? When I was growing up, I always had these little voices in my head. And I'm not crazy. But I always <laughs> had these voices in my head. and they, they We all talk to ourselves. Stories. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Everybody does. They were, always, yeah, they were always telling stories. And I did not understand it. And I always tell people that when, when you have a gift, oftentimes other people see it before you see it yeah. because it's a part of who you are. Hmm. So my teachers always encouraged me to write. I knew that I could write. You know, I knew that I could start a, a paper the night before and get an A on it because it it was no, you know, I didn't have to put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it wasn't a like, oh, I don't want to do that. This isn't anything I want to do. So once I started, though, it started making sense. Well, this is why I have these stories playing in my head. It's meant for me to write them out. <laughs> so that's why once I finish with one, I'm telling you, it's like, oh, this will make a good story. So I start another one. Wow, that's great. Now, my father is a preacher, a pastor, right? And I so happen to know, and I happen to know your, is your, your grandfather or your, pa- or your father? My father. Okay. So he asked me, he said, well, what's the title of the one you're working on now? So, you know, it's a shame when you have to kind of bite your lip and and give an explanation before you go into, (laughs) before you tell him the titles. I said, "Um, now, Daddy, understand that this one is a little different, but it's not what you think. He was like, what's the title? The title of my fourth one is Wife Swap. Mm Hmm. So that one, <laughs> well, maybe it is what you think, but I have to tell him it's not what you Right, think. right. <laughs> That's an interesting title. I'm sure he had, yeah, I'm sure that was pretty an interesting moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to move to our next segment of the interview, which is one of my favorite parts of the interview, which is called the success round, Lorna. And what I want to do right here is I'm going to throw some questions at you. And and I want you to come back at me with some knockout answers. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, what was it that held? What was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Comfort. I was comfortable, and I did not want to step out because I was comfortable. And I, honestly, mediocre was fine for me at that point. Mm-hmm. But then it got to a point where mediocre was no longer an option. Yes, indeed. I know that feeling. <laughs> I know that feeling. Well, what was the best business advice you've ever received? Uh, I don't have to do it all. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be everything. Find someone and bring them into your circle who can do that. I'm not, I always tell people I'm a creative man. I'm not necessarily a business man. Mm-hmm. So I find someone who is. That's good. And let them handle that part. Not, I mean, you know, you still stay in 
you still talk with them and you still communicate because you don't want to totally, you know, let someone handle all your business right. without you knowing what's going right. on. But if right. someone can do it better, then why try to do it all? Right. Well, you definitely want to keep your finger on the pulse of your business, you know, by just staying, asking questions. And even if you don't understand, right. ask the questions. But, yes, you can't do it all. And I understand because when I used to own a boutique, I, I tried to do everything, you know, and you yeah. will burn out fast. And before you know yeah. it, you will be out of business, <laughs> you know. So you got to right. delegate, you know, find people that are smarter than you, you know, to, yeah. to handle those things. And it's not a matter of that you're that you're not smart or that, you know, you're unintelligent. You're very intelligent, but you're not right. a, a whiz and a master at everything. So you have exactly. to be able to learn how to delegate those things. So that's great. I'm glad you said that. Great point. Great point. So can you share one of your daily personal habits? with our success talkers today? One of mine, and I, I know I already answered it, is, it is affirmations. It's telling myself over and over again that I can do this. I can do this. You know, I deserve this. I had to get to the point where I realized I deserve this. You know, it's not just, just I can do it and I can have it. I can learn to have that. Right. And you have to tell yourself, because not everybody's going to tell you. So you have to learn how to tell exactly. yourself. Exactly. You know, when nobody else is there, because it's going to get lonely, you know, sometimes on, on an entrepreneurial journey. You know, you're not going to always have somebody cheering you on on the side, you know, with, with the pom-poms saying, go, go, go. So you got to be able to tell yourself and encourage yourself. That's something that I have exactly. to learn to do. Yeah. So do you have an Internet resource or a business tool that you can share with our listeners? Um, now, what I use in my business, and I, I, I'm hoping I understand this correctly, but... Uh, it's an app, actually, which is called Pages. Okay. Pages is like Word. And all, my whole, all of my novels are typed in Pages because it's so easy to use. I know it's through I, um, on the iPad. I'm not really sure about other electronic devices, but definitely on iPad. Okay, okay. So it's called Pages. Pages. Okay. Yes. And it's free. Oh, good. Good. Thank <laughs> and I love that. free. <laughs> yes, free is good. Free is always good. <laughs> Well, what book, what book would you recommend, or books, let's say books, okay. would you recommend to our listeners? Okay. The first book that I would recommend is Russell Simmons' book, Do You. I okay. love that book. The 12 Laws to Access the Power. Oh, it's so good. Okay. It's so yeah. good. It's called Do You. I'm adding that the to my list. Book, <laughs> yes. The next one is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I've read that. My oh. thing is, if you want to be highly effective, why not learn from people who are? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, for, the, <laughs> for the authors, um, Michelle Stimson has a book called The 21-Day Publishing Plan. Okay. That oh, one is fine. really good. Now, say that one again because I want to make sure our listeners heard that. That's that's a good. That's good. It, I'm sorry. I know I'm talking fast. That's it's okay. The, um, 21 Day Publishing Plan. Okay. And it's by who? By Michelle Stimson. Good, good. Because I know there's going to be some some aspiring authors out here that, you know, want to do the same thing you did and, you know, that need some help. So that's a great resource. Yes. And the last one is called Why Not Me? Why M.A. Lewis. <laughs> I heard that one. Well, got to put that, one, that plug in there. Put that plug in there, girl. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I, love I heard it. that one was a good motivational book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I love it. 
Well, our last question, Lorna, is I want you, we're going to have a little fun with this, okay? And I want you to oh, just, okay. just relax and imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all of the experience and the knowledge that you currently have today. Your food is taken care of. Your shelter is taken care of. But all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, the next seven days. I don't have to worry about food or shelter. That's right. So let's see what I'm going to do in the next seven days. I know I'm a write because I have to write. So that's, it's, it's good I have my laptop because I will be writing. Don't travel may be limited with only $500. I will still want to see, I mean, I, I still want to see some things. So I'm going to have to go somewhere. And I will use some of that money because that's why my travel is going to be limited because I still have to do some promotions because it's just in me. <laughs> And these people don't know me, so I'm going to have to do a lot of promoting. (laughs) (laughs) And networking, yeah, definitely. Yes, a lot of networking, a lot of promoting. But um, that one one is tricky because there's a lot I would want to do, but I'm going to need more than $500. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can take that $500 to get started at least, yeah. So that's just to get, get you going, get you started. But, and see, education is a part of who I am. Even though one day I do see myself outside of the classroom, mm-hmm. it, I would still want to be able to speak. So I would still try to go and encourage some people, motivate some people. That's I may good. even do me some flyers to do some tutoring because I still want to be with some children. Wow, that's good. That's good. That's good. It's all about putting yourself out there and, you know, whatever it takes. Just be creative. Put yourself out there so people can notice you. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Well, Lorna, I'm telling you, I have really enjoyed this interview today. And, you know, hearing your journey, it's been truly inspiring. And I know that our listeners have been inspired, too, and have taken away, you know, some really good tips and some nuggets, you know. And I want to ask you a quick question, though. If you can just give our listeners a piece of parting, you know, advice some guidance, a little bit of advice that you can share with them, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. Mine, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for God. So I know that if God gives you the vision, then he will give you the provision. All he wants you to do is get started. Don't worry about the best. Don't worry about the end result. Just get started. He'll give you what you need along the way. I love it. I love it. I am with you, sister. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, listen, they can our yes. listeners can also, you know, find the links to everything that we've been chatting about at successfalkers.com backslash Lorna Lewis. And it will all be there on the show notes page. So Lorna, we really appreciate you for being so generous with your time today. And so we thank say you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. Good, good. And for our listeners out there, for everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. And until our next episode, keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review hopefully five stars. 
You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.